What is up, guys, and welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things tabletop gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm James. And we're back, James. We are, we are back. Uh, me and Paul had a great time. We played loads of different games. I spent way too much money. Standard. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do that on a, let's be honest, weekly basis anyway. Yep. But uh, yes, we we I was intending on doing a bit more recording while I was away, but to be honest, I got so into it while I was there, I just totally forgot until late in the evening where I collared Paul for five minutes here and there to talk about the day, and you know that was obviously last week's episode. So you you have had a two week break, James. What have you been up to? Not much. Not much. <laughs> no, enjoying <laughs> enjoying being let out of the dungeon. <laughs> Well, I had to, otherwise you would have died of starvation. I know. I understand you've been working a fair bit recently. I have been working a fair yeah. bit recently and, you know, getting excited about the game system that I'm getting back into. And, you indeed. Know, because... Pre-spending all my money. Yes, because the pre-sale is now out, isn't it? it the is pre-order. Indeed. It is indeed. What is the, uh, the, what's the official release date? It was a two-week pre-order, wasn't it's it? It's the 18th, so not... I've got it's, about, it's about a week yeah, and a half from the time we're recording. Like, I've got to try and work this out from... Is it now? Do I say from now? For when or? this episode comes out, James, it will be out in about four or five days, something yes. like that, because it will come out next Tuesday. Your game system yeah. will be out the on fo- that Saturday. The Saturday. So for listeners, this coming Saturday, 30K is released. Yeah. It's a big old release. We had a, a really good episode about it a little while ago. Yep. Nice little chat. GW have seemingly changed a few things since then, because it all sounded like everything was going to be permanent yeah but now it's more looking like the lovely big box that we were talking about is not permanent no but we reckon it will be replaced by the actual intro start start box which will have some form of i guess value to it but probably nowhere near the value of that because we like i said we worked it out there's there's a good 200 quids worth of yeah. value in that my, my personal reckoning is that that box will be around until everything is that's in it is released as a single kit then it will disappear but anyway we're not here to talk about 30k today james i know i know you'd like to because i know you're still really excited about it mm. and you've spent a little bit more than the cost of just that box now haven't you uh yeah our uh, local friendly gaming store might have got me into buying a kratos tank as well so <laughs> is that the uh the big beefy Big beefy boy that I've been seeing around. Yes. Yes, yes. Not to mention all the stuff that I've now dug out of my various boxes that's in half stages of completion going, <laughs> oh, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah. That'll work. I remember you mentioning when I when I got back from uh, from Expo that you've managed to find your Gilliman. I have found yeah. my Gilliman. And this is so. the official Forge World Gilliman. It is the official Forge Ooh, World. Not even the... Because the, they did a plastic Gilliman a little while ago, didn't they? Yeah, that's the that's the 40k Gilliman. Not as good. Not oh, as okay, good. fair enough. I also found my war, uh, Warhound Titan. Oh. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> Get those paintbrushes ready, James. I've been doing some painting this week. Mm. Yeah. So, um, ever since getting back from Expo, where I picked up a second-hand copy of Project Elite, I've just had stupid amounts of motivation to actually paint obviously trying to capitalize as much as possible on that i've broke out the contrast paints and batch painted all of the mini aliens if you like from that and i today started the the big bosses as well so hopefully we'll have a new fully painted copy of that to play soon and an episode that me and paul said we definitely need to do now that i have the artipia games version and the cool mini or not version we need to do a comparison episode yep 
Definitely. <laughs> There's a lot to be said about the two. But yes, anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about, James. We're five minutes into this podcast already, and we've not even said what we're here to talk about. No. Because this is a topical It is a topical discussion. Um, and it is a topical discussion, I guess, that has stemmed from the UK Games Expo, but this is a broader topic to really cover, and that is people that are saving up all their money, their gaming money, throughout the year, and then spending it all at the likes of the UK Games Expo. And you've got two sides of the coin here. You've got the people saying that you shouldn't do that, and that you should actually be spending that money in your friendly local game store. And then you've got the other half going, well, yeah, no, you should spend it at things like the UK Games Expo, because if you don't, we don't have things like the UK Games Expo. So interesting little discussion. And I do think this is a bit of a, like I said, it's the two sides of a coin here. How do you feel about it? Yeah, there's definitely arguments for and arguments against. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's entirely situational. I mean, I, I find with myself, I do have certain rules that I tell, I try and follow when I'm buying at games expos and, and stuff like that. And the main one I try and follow is if I can buy it in my friendly local game store, I will. Yeah. However, if I go to something like, again, games expo and they're releasing a game at the expo, which means no stores have got it yet. That's a good reason to buy it there. Yeah. Uh, maybe a pre-sale like Essen that's one of the best ones for example so many games get released at Essen mm. they are the games that I would be picking up should I be going to Essen obviously you're not experienced in going to a games expo per se but when you eventually come next year I, what will yeah, be I your have, rules I have heard things like it's like for a start if the game is already released i.e you could buy it in your uh, friendly local gaming store Nine times out of ten, and I'm going to use purely UKGE here. If it's selling at UKGE, one, it's more expensive. Yeah, Nine for the most part. Yeah, I mean that's another discussion we'll bring up in a minute. But yeah, because obviously they have to pay. It's understandable they have to pay for the staff to be there, mm. the the rental space for the stand, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that that cost has to be accounted for. Yeah, but no, I wouldn't buy a game at Expo if I could buy it in my local game store. Like you said, it would be. If it's releasing or going on pre-order at, at the expo, that's different. But there is also the spanner in the works to both arguments, which is the bring and buy. Of course, yes. Because now, that is a little bit more understandable because that is pre-loved games and you are going to get yourself a good bargain there. Yeah, it's not... I would hedge a bet that a lot of people who do save their money for expo are making their way there. Yeah. Because that's it, it, it's the I'm gonna get myself a bargain. Yeah, no, that I would I would probably agree with. And you know, price as you did bring up is is an interesting fact here because a lot of people seem to be under the impression, especially first timers mm. that go to expos, that actually you get really good deals on all the stands at Expos. Oh yeah no, you get, you know, expo special prices. When actually the 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 real you know, the real fact of it is, if you actually cross-reference, I mean, I won't name any names, but, you know, I, I had to show someone while I was at Expo that they were going to pick up a certain game from a certain distributor at a certain price when it was on their website at nearly £10 cheaper, you know, and they and they were being told that that was a good Expo price. It's like, well, not really. Yeah. You know, and not only that, it is a game that you can pick up in your friendly local game store who are there for you all year round. Yeah. 
you know, Expo comes around once a year, but your game store is there all year round. That's where you play your games. That's where you meet your new community members. That's how you enjoy your hobby. Yep. Uh, and I'd agree with that completely. It's like, yeah, it's it's okay to, it's, it's a day out to me. It's like, yeah, I might have a bit of spending money, but I wouldn't withdraw my standard mm. spending habits just to go to spend at expo because yeah i would say that that's the wrong way to go about it yeah i mean to give you a rough idea of what i purchased this year because i don't think we've actually had that discussion yet i mean you mm. knew i bought project elite uh second hand i also my partner picked up the sherlock game from lucky duck games the brand new one that's not available in our friendly local game store as of yet so that was a good reason to have that picked up um we play tested a game called yak the asmodee asmodee stand and layla loved it so she went and purchased herself that as well but again she had she looked around she found the best price all that kind of stuff yes i think she paid a little bit more than if she'd ordered it online but it was a case of three four pounds more to get it there and then so that was kind of worth it i guess yeah i i mean a price difference like that is like you easily offset that. It's like, well, postage. Yeah. Well, postage will cover that straight away. Yeah, so. exactly. Even with free postage, you can still sort of swing it on those grounds. So, yeah, I'd pay that to get something right then and there, I guess. Um, For me, I also bought a nice sort of 10, 12 pound game, which I introduced you to last night. Which I actually really enjoyed. Um, Which was uh, Gansong Clever. Big props to, to Wayne of Board Stupid for making me... Forcing me to play a roll and write game against my will <laughs> and uh, thus costing me another £10. So thanks, Wayne. Uh, <laughs> but really, really good game. Nice little fun filler game, which I think we can talk about in the future. And the other game that I picked up was actually one of the games in the Rising series, which is Plankton Rising. Now, mm. this wasn't a game I went there to buy. It's a game that is readily available in most places. Our friendly local game store doesn't have it. However, it was actually a very, very good, reasonable price. It was £28, which, for the most part, most of the Rising series tend to sit at 35 to 40 mm. So that was a case of, I have genuinely got a good Expo deal, so I picked it up. Price, it's not really something yep. that you can th- rely on to be cheaper. I think going back to the question you asked me earlier, it's like, my idea of going to Games Expo is to play games, not to buy them. Yeah, yeah, same. <clears throat> I'm, I want to go there to meet people and be surrounded by thousands of like-minded people mm. and play games. Yeah. Oh, and there was lots of it. There was definitely lots of it. But is would you go there, say, for example, obviously, you know if you're going with me, I'm going to take some games. Mm. You know, I have a vast game collection. I can take games with me. If you weren't going with me and you were going with yourself and maybe a couple of other friends... Yeah. Would you take games along with you or would you solely rely on games that you were purchasing there to play? No, I'd take games with me. Because, I mean, the only other sort of one that I can think of, and you mentioned it, is playtesting because they do a lot of playtesting there. It's like, if you playtest a game and really like it, I would say that's reason to buy it there Mm -hmm. and then. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. I mean, obviously, when we talk playtesting, you have different levels of playtesting at these kind of events. So, obviously, you have the really early on playtesting stages mm. where the game is you know probably still hand-drawn on bits of paper uh when i said playtesting of yak the game is officially out it, it's come out very recently but it was on display it was being demoed i suppose that's the better word isn't it it's demoed. demoed 
at the show. There was lots of games being demoed at the show. Some of them aren't out yet, and they look fantastic. I know Wayne played, I think it was like Starship Captains or something like that, and said that this game is going to be huge. So looking forward to that coming out. Mm. I don't really understand why there's an argument going, you know, because what spurred this episode on, James, was the fallout of the Games Expo suddenly having people arguing on online forums about, oh, you shouldn't do this and you should do this and all of that. What do you what do you think the reason is to actually have these arguments? I don't understand it personally. I mean, in the current environment, I would imagine a lot of those people probably own game stores and that's a bit of frustrated venting of come on guys we need your support yeah more than they do sort of thing Mm. i would imagine that's where a lot of it's come from or perhaps supporters of those game stores who have seen the inevitable drop off in people attending because they're starting to save for expo and things like that yes that's probably where it stems from and frustration in that i don't agree or disagree either way I, I don't as, think as proven, is. I bought games there. At the same time, I didn't go there going, I need to spend yeah, I mean, hundreds. At the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's another ultimately pointless argument. It's like, you do you. If you want to save up a bun- bunch of money and drop it all at Expo, do it. Yeah. If you don't, then don't. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair <laughs> fair way to put it. In you know, all <laughs> ultimately, any, no matter what the subject matter is, these kind of arguments, it's just like... It actually makes me laugh. With him. Like, what right do you have to tell other people what to do with their money? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's the ultimate thing here, isn't it? It's just your money, you do as you so wish. Mm. I would actively encourage, as we always do, to say, try not to save the entire year. If you're attending local game stores, yeah. You know, don't save the entire year to buy games. I think, you know, you, you know, do still, I, think... I, I feel like you owe them the support for being there for you. Yeah, there is that, but at the same time, I I can imagine that a lot of those people get quite bitter at being told that because they probably do drop quite a bit of money yes, in their yeah. local friendly gaming store, and it's like, well, hang on a minute, you get my money all the time, yeah. It's like, but this is a special one-off, once yeah. a year deal, yeah. So suck it up. I mean, I guess yeah, all right, maybe it's not the sort of once in a lifetime thing, like you know, let's say uh, families on low income, you know, going mm. to Walt Disney World is a once in a lifetime thing. You can't then tell them, mm. oh no, you can't buy merchandise and mm. and stuff while you're there, because you know your friendly local Tesco has that. Mm. Same same difference for me, you know. You can't... Yeah. Or you could you could get that anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if you want to pay four times the price, yeah. Be my guest. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that no stand at the UK Games Expo was charging four times prices. No, no, I, I got the Disney re- relevance. There. It's like, <laughs> yes, if you want to pay over the odds for Disney merchandise and get it directly from them, well done. Yeah. Now, I mean, there, I suppose there is an argument to be had when it comes to the costing of things at Expo in the sense of, you will get the retailers there, you know, Zatu Games, Magic Madhouse, uh, and the such. They're all there. But then you also have the individual game manufacturing companies that they're selling their wares. Mm. Now, the argument could be had that of all people, they should be selling it at a lesser cost because there's less cost to them to actually get those games for sale. Mm. You know, they don't have to pay a distributor to get them to the retailer. They haven't then got to charge 
retailers' fees on top of it in order to make money. So is that an argument that people should be having, that maybe there should be such a thing as expo prices? I would imagine, again, the reason they don't do that is you've already said it. It's like not only are the manufacturers there, but the, the actual distributors who distribute those games are there. And it's like, I think the distributors might be a little peed if the <laughs> if the actual manufacturer rocks up and goes, hey, we're yeah. selling it just above cost. <laughs> yeah, very fair comment. And I think a lot of people don't tend to think about that kind of stuff and you know you covered at the start of this as well it costs money to hire these stands and it's mm. not cheap you know we we've got to know quite a few publishers through doing this show and and hearing what they've had to pay to get stands in order just to get the games in front of people yeah and, and then the staff to actually man the stands and yeah do i everything. mean it is fair to say and i would also point out at this point they did a great job of doing it a lot of things like this are run through volunteers you know, who don't get paid. There are some paid people, but most people that go to these stands and stuff, they are volunteers and they do a really, really good job and sacrifice their weekends mm. or their gaming weekend in order to do that. So, you know, I, I have a huge lot of respect for people that do that. But yeah, there is still a cost. You've got to house these people while you're there. Mm. You know, you hiring hotels, it's not cheap, you know, so there are costs involved. And I don't necessarily have an issue with costing at these things and i i want to say yeah make sure you are supporting your local game store but don't feel that that you shouldn't be allowed mm. to go and enjoy yourself at something like a games expo and if you want to buy a game buy a game mm. you know if you want to buy accessories for a game do it that's what i did i bought a nice load of metal coins while i was at expo to use in multiple games yeah i mean that that to me is also it's also the accessories that you can pick up at games mm. expo that you might not necessarily be able to get yeah, again yeah. through you like all, all those tiny independents that make uh you know for lack of a better word for pimping out your games yep yeah you know gaming tables if you're in, in the mood for it that kind of stuff very niche stuff that's mm. like you either go order directly on the internet because it's like i don't know many get you know friendly local gaming stores that are stocking like full-on gaming tables well, and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah exactly uh, table toppers and the like it's like yeah it's why not yeah why not? why not one thing that i will say that i really liked about it was one of the stands that was there was laser rocks and they do some in my opinion some of the best board game inserts that you can get on the market now i don't own any of them and the the only literally the only reason is because there are no distributors around here that have them no no retailers and to actually get it posted to me it costs so much money it makes the insert too expensive you know whereas something like folded space for example it's quite lightweight the packages tend to be really cheap to send and i can buy them locally so it was great to have someone like Laserox there and the other MDF uh, box insert companies as well. Mm. That's the kind of thing I would buy, yeah, personally, because like, I can't get this without spending ex you know extortionate amounts of money in order to get it. So that's the kind of thing I would buy. Yeah. As a war gamer, there was a lot of war game stuff there, but I again, when it comes to war games, I find I just wouldn't buy that kind of stuff there. 
you know, it, it might be different for you wanting to get back into the war game thing, but like they have Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff there, but it's like, I can buy this anywhere. Yeah. I don't need to buy it here. That's it. I would, I mean, I probably wouldn't buy miniatures uh, because, again, I know I can get those through my friendly local gaming store. But if there was, if some of the uh, smaller guys who 3D print, accessories for miniatures were were selling their wares there i might buy that rather than yep. ordering it off the internet uh scenery mm-hmm. i know last year you bought a bunch of the um oh the tt combat scenery yeah, yeah. things yep. like that because you know they normally they are one company i think that they have they do have expo deals They're, they oh. do indeed yeah they usually um so what i got last year was two of the white boxes which they usually do i think it's like two for a hundred pounds or they're like 60 70 quid each something like that but it's a bucket load of scenery yeah in a single box um i don't remember seeing that particular deal this year but the new deal this year was they had loads of tables set up with loads of scenery on with just a thing in the middle saying all this scenery 100 pounds yeah and yet if you went again did the gw thing you went round, added up all the cost of those individual kits you were probably saving yourself 60, 70 quid. Yeah. You know, and it was a, you know, it was a proper, decent, dense four by four boards worth of scenery or a good six by four. Yep. You know, amount of scenery. So, yeah. So, that as a war gamer, that's the kind of stuff that I yeah. would be looking to pick up at Expo yeah. accessories for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there are deals to be had. These, these stands aren't uh, adverse to haggling. Yeah. As well, like you're less likely to get them to really haggle on the Friday or the Saturday, but come the Sunday where they know that the impending hell of having to repack the van is looming. Yeah. Some some deals can be had and it's it's just about timing, you know. Don't go in expecting it, but it's it's not against the law to sort of go, look, closes in an hour. Do you fancy knocking off five quid for me or 10 quid or you know as long as you don't push it straight away Mm. they're more likely to uh, open up on those things so anything else that you personally would buy at an expo or something that you would outright avoid at an expo i mean there's something i will say is i don't understand on earth why there was a paintball stand at expo this year (laughs) a paintball stand. there was a paintball stand yes and it was a it was one of those typical paintball stands that you see in like the shopping centres, yeah, where they're really invasive of your your space, and it, God forbid you wanted to walk past their stand. Let's put it okay. that way. You know, it's up like, to board gaming expo. Yeah, yeah. All right, I know it's called UK Games Expo, <laughs> and paintballing is technically a game. <laughs> Are they always there? I don't remember seeing them last year, but at the same time, this time last year, paintball sites wouldn't have been open, so... Yeah, I suppose it's true, but it's just I'm just wondering if basically one paintball site's kind of not really understood what they were signing up for and gone, yeah, we'll put a stand in there. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea, but I don't think I saw a single person going there the entire weekend, so with any luck, they won't be back. No, but to answer your question, Jason, okay, even though I'm getting into 30k, I probably wouldn't touch the games workshop stand because warhammer stores are all over the place and most independent retailers sell stuff so again unless they were releasing something at expo which is not really their business model Mm -hmm. no wouldn't even bother but anyway i'm really i'm still to this day mate i'm I'm still kind of upset that you weren't able to come to expo this year next year mate. you have however 
booked the time off for next year, correct? I have indeed. Well, the, it hasn't been granted yet, but I have put the request in. I would be really concerned if they rejected it, because it's like, it's over a year away, guys. You can't yep. really reject that. But uh, yes, for those of you that don't know, it's 2nd to the 4th of June next year, I believe it was. That's what you told me, and it better be, because that's what I've requested. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if I've got it wrong, that's my bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I'll have a look later. It's in the back of the... Uh, the I nearly called it a brochure, James. <laughs> Just because I was looking at the games in there like it was a brochure. <laughs> I want that one, that one, that one. No, into in the back of the program. It's all in there. We will be getting the hotel booked very, very soon, fingers crossed. And also, I believe we're going to try for Essen next year as well, aren't yes, we? Yes, we hope. I really, really wanted to do it this year. Not so sure that money will permit this year. But, uh, I mean, if somebody wants to pay for us to go out there, then by all means, we're, we're open to this discussion. <laughs> I somehow doubt it's going to happen. But you never know, James. Is there anything else that you want to... Uh, talk about or ask because you you didn't get to go so is there anything you want to ask about no i'm pretty satisfied yeah <laughs> cool well seeing as though we haven't played a game for a little while i mean granted we played a game last night but mm. that was nearly 24 hours ago james indeed so we need to counteract that now yeah by turning this mic off and uh breaking out a game yeah let's do it Thank you guys for joining us once again for a topical discussion. And we're talking about Games Expo again. I mean, mm. anyone would think I'm still on the sort of, ah, yes, I was at Expo. But, uh, I mean, the truth of it is, it was nearly a week ago. Yep. That's that's how bad that is. I'm still, I'm still high on it, James. And uh, so high on it that uh, we said we were going to go and play a game mm. and forgot that we had to record this bit. Not really sure there's much else we really want to say other than next week we're probably going to be doing a board game highlight. Yes. Do we have a game in mind, do you think? I mean, I know there's a particular very, very popular game that we've been playing a lot recently that yeah. we need to talk about. I think it's time to do that one. Yes, yes. Uno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to do Cluedo. Ah, well, to be fair, they're both as bland as each other. We could probably do it in about 10 minutes, the both of them. But uh, yes, no, we are going to be talking about a certain zoo-ish themed game next week. So we're going to go and have another play of it. Yeah. Until next week, guys. I have been Jason. And I've been James. And you've been listening to The Meeple Minded. Join us next week for more tabletop gaming goodness. Ta-ta. Goodbye. <laughs>